This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Uh, welcome to episode 66 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Mm-hmm. You know what I noticed too? Since I got a new SD card, mm-hmm. it just it goes every time. There's no issue. My other one kind of like bugging out. So yeah. this is cool. Um, we don't have any topics today. Um, so we, we'll probably roll into some topics as we're talking. But Ellie, um, do you want to talk about what you just told me about? Or no? Is it too soon? <laughs> it, if it's, it's too soon. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm having a great day. I woke up and I didn't feel well. And I slept in until um, 7.30. Usually I get, try and get up at 6.30 or 7. And so I woke up at 7.30, which is when I have to leave. And so I rushed, peed the dog, got dressed, got in the car, drove to work. And there's this one spot on my way to work where the speed limit is 35. And I always put my cruise control on for 44 or 45 because I have a lead foot and I wanna make sure I don't speed. But today, because I had a headache and I was late and I just wasn't thinking about it, I didn't have cruise control on. And for the first time in the last year, I saw a cop on the road while I was going 51 in the 35. So I got my first ever speeding ticket. And then I went home because I had a migraine and I, I've been sleeping for the last six hours. Wait, did you even go to work? I, I was at work for about an hour and a half and I was like, I have to go home. I can't, I can't see straight. It's been a rough day. <laughs> oh, you could have skipped the podcast, you know? It's okay. I, 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 it's mostly gone now. I just had to sleep it off, I think. I used to have really bad migraines. I actually have like medicine for it and I've been better and I've actually stretched my neck out all the time. So if anybody ever sees me doing this like chin tuck thing, it's because my neck gets really tight and stiff and... All that glorious stuff. But yeah, no, it's bad. You get vision headaches. I yeah. used to get like tunnel vision. I couldn't see. Yeah, everything gets like um, almost like when you're drunk, like really shaky. Like my eyes can't keep up. It just, it's really bad. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I can't focus. Like I couldn't read that poster if I had a migraine. Like yeah. I literally, I was like blind. I yeah. It was awful. Um, so uh, speeding tickets. Um, I told Ellie before one year, I think I got pulled over seven times in one year. Um, I've gotten better. Haven't been pulled over in a while, knock on wood. Um, but one of those times that I got pulled over was actually in between houses. So I was with a client driving, following the client to the house. It was on 374. There's always cops on 374. I take it home every night. There's always cops because straight shot from the sheriff's station. So always a cop. Cop drives by me. I was probably going high 60s. Um, but it was one of those deals. I pulled on and... 374 feels like a highway and it's not a highway and I pulled on it and I was just driving and I was jamming the music and I was just daydreaming and I was not paying attention again did not have cruise control and I usually don't I I'm like a 10 mile an hour over the speed limit kind of guy um but I really never go faster than that highway maybe but uh, highway yes definitely but I don't usually do it normally like on the normal road. So like I just wasn't paying attention, just blasted. I was like oblivious to how fast I was going. And I, I wasn't over 70. I think it was like, I think I got 68 in a 55 or something. So yeah. it was a pretty minor ticket. But um, so that was fun to kind of like show up and explain to the client like, oh my bad. Like I got, I was got a little late. Over. I got pulled over. Did from you get the, a ticket? Oh yeah. I got, I definitely got a ticket. So. It's my first ever. Yeah. So um, my first ever was in high school and then I've, I've gotten probably four tickets in my life. Actually, yeah. I think my first year of college, I don't actually know if I got a ticket. I was in, it was the first first winter driving and I hit a patch of black ice. And so I, I mean, I was probably going about five miles Ooh. an hour, but I bumped someone's bumper and the cops, it was, it was just a good time of the month for them. So I got like a following too closely ticket or something, I think. 
Now that I actually, think of now it. you think of it, I've definitely gotten more than four tickets. Really? I bet you I'm up to six or seven. Wow. See, that's yeah. what Meg was saying too. I just I thought that after like three or four, they're kind of like, nope, that's it. You don't get a license anymore because you don't listen to the no, law. No, no. Like it, it's it depends what you get, and these are over time too. So yeah. like, I got one in high school. I was in a couple accidents that I got tickets for. Both of those actually got thrown out because um, it like I got a ticket, but it wasn't ended up not being my fault, which I knew. But they still gave me a ticket because it was like an accident. I think thing. that's what happened with the one in the black ice. And I've had yeah. a, I've had quite a few that I've had a couple fix it tickets. Like my light was out, um, multiple speeding tickets. Nothing really bad. Like nothing yeah. like I. I mean, it was never like recklessly driving. Yeah. Like the far the highest I think I've ever gotten a speeding ticket for was that one. Like most of my other ones were just like, I got pulled over doing seventy five, doing eighty in a seventy down in North Carolina, following two cars in the highway. Actually, it was three of us. You should be careful when you're out of state because they get you. There was three of us, and we were all like back to back. He passed the car behind me and pulled behind me and pulled me over because I was out of state. It happened to my dad in Alabama. He was going three miles an hour over the speed limit. Yeah. The cop pulled him over four times. My dad ended up having to drive under the speed limit because the guy said, if I pull you over again, I'm going to arrest you. My dad was not going over five miles an hour over the whole time. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm like, like Alabama. I, yeah, I don't blame him. So I was like, so I don't know. Just needless to say, I've, I've, I've had multiple tickets. Huh. Um, wow. The any Anything for real estate wise, we didn't really have a topic. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that like I thought of over the week um, that I think would be, I think my topic I'm going to talk about today, cause we talked about it last week with some other agents, um, is goal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that here. Yeah. I, I, I actually didn't know what that was, but I was kind of hoping it was. So, um, so the idea of goal setting, um, uh, the reason I say from a real estate perspective, so this is a real estate podcast is I think if you're in real estate and don't have goals, you're crazy. I, and I, I don't know if that's anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, not because you have to, but I think I should just say in life, you should have goals. I, I guess you should. I, I would never not have goals. I think if you just like wake up every day and just float through life and just like, f- just go free flow, like not to say you have to have super rigid structure in life, but I think you need to have at least some, like something to like, if you're have a hobby, get better at your hobby or, Maybe a goal is like to enjoy, you know, not doing anything, like more more free time, just to lounge around, whatever. But you have a goal. I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be this like, you know, this very high achieving prestigious thing, but it can be something that's important to you. From like a real estate perspective, though, like I've been setting goals since day one and, you know, I've set long goals. Like I've set, like I, I rate goals every year and, and I have a one-year goal, a three-year goal, a five-year goal, a 10-year goal. And then I kind of do like a 15, 20 ish goal and then about a 30 year goal. Um, and obviously the twenties and thirties and the fifteens, um, are very subject are very much open to change. Um, cause a lot of those are very fuzzy. They're like big macro goals, but like the micro and all the details never, those won't come into the picture for another two decades on a 30 year goal, you know? So like I would say about Five to ten years out, for you know, is when you really start kind of putting the pieces together a little more concrete. And obviously, as you get year, like your goals, like I did my year goals last year at this time. And um, to be honest, I looked at some of them. Like, great, we pulled off a lot of them. We didn't pull off a lot of them, but you know, there's. But then I just keep, you know, redoing them for next year. So next year's goals build off of the success of this year and where the numbers are at. Um, and again, if you're in real estate, you should be. 
typically in our, at least in our area, the, the markets is what every, it takes about eight weeks to close. So my goals really start November 1st. So when people are like, Hey, yep, I'm going to hit the ground running, you know, January 1st, that's fine. But you know, January 1st is already two months into the year. Those closings will happen in March. So really, you know, when they say like a, a strong finish is a strong start, well, it is in real estate because November 1st, you're pretty much starting the 2021 season. So a lot of people don't think, I don't think, think that way. They think, Hey, I'm going to have my goals set for January 1st. And I'm going to crush it. And I'm going to start working hard January 1st. And everybody gets a little bit of a spike after the, the holidays. I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not immune to that. I definitely do that. But my goals start taking effect June or November 1st. So November and December, I get after it because I'm like, that is my opening. That's like getting me off to the, you know, if I can get 10 deals closed through January and February for me, that's like, great. Like I'm like I'm having a strong start and I know getting through those early winter months and knowing that December is can historically can be a slower month that if I can really get after it for those eight weeks, I'm going to be in a very prime position leading off the start of the year. So I think a good rule of thumb, if you're in real estate or if you're not in real estate and just want to do this one, three, five, 10, Definitely. And I think you should have a long term, whether it be 20 or 30. You could do 15, but sometimes like the 15s and 20s and 30s kind of merge together. But I think like 20s and 30s gives me enough of a gap. Um, so you probably don't even need the 15. But try doing that. The one year goal should be something that you can, that all these goals should scare you. Meaning if you put them down, like you know they're achievable, but they make you nervous, meaning they shouldn't be easy and they shouldn't be something completely outrageous that you'll never hit. Um, but give yourself the appropriate time frame to do that. So don't pick a really, really, really lofty goal and say, I'm going to get there in three years. President. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to be the president. Well, no offense. You're not 35 yet. So let's start with that. Like, <laughs> Got a ways to yeah, go. Ellie, don't put that as your three year goal. So, but it, it, it's still the idea that you want to have these, these goals far enough out where if for some reason, you know, you're not expected to hit them in year one or two, like my 10 year goal that I could possibly hit this year was set 10 years ago with absolutely no chance of getting that in five years. So it became a 10 year goal. Um, so the one year goals should be something you can reach, but they should make you nervous. Meaning like, wow, I'd really got to put my head down and work on this. And the 10 year goal, 15 the 10, 20, 30 year goals. Think big. Um, I used this quote last, last week, people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in 10 years, which is totally true. So in your 10 year goal, think big, don't, don't just say, I'm going to be a little bit better in today. You have 10 years of compounded snowball effect growth that you can achieve really focus on that um so that's my topic today please set goals if you have not set goals yet i'll be honest if you need help setting goals reach out to me i've been doing it for 10 years i can (laughs) break it down even more i just want to keep this podcast to a very manageable level because this could be a full podcast 10 times as long as what we're talking about today um but definitely set goals if you need help please reach out ellie sorry that was my topic but that's fine anything I got nothing. Got nothing. I think that's good. I I, I um I try to avoid doing uh I, kind of like you said with real estate, but I think just in life in general, saying well January first I'm gonna start doing this, um because really time is just a construction of I mean January first really isn't any different than any other day. Yep. So I try if I decide I want to do something to when I decide I want to do it starting it then because. Why hold off a month or two months or six months for some arbitrary day in the winter? Like that's, yeah, 
and I think that's what cripples a lot of people. Like mm. people want to make a change. Like, man, I would love to do it today. Today's what September twenty something. Today, like, I'd love to do it today, but I'm going to wait till January first to do it. Well, like, why waste three months? Exactly. And, yeah. and uh, like, that's I'm a big believer in that too. I agree. Like, if you want to do something, like start. I don't mind if someone's like, oh, it's a Thursday. I'm going to start Monday. Like, I don't mind that. Like, yeah. that's fine. Uh, but I don't think like pushing it to the following year or even the following month, there's not a lot to that unless you legitimately need the time. Yeah. If that's just a scapegoat to give you a little bit of like to ease the procrastination, then you're just procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, I'm putting you on the spot, Ellie. You do mm-hmm. not have to say these because these, but is there any like to give people an idea, like what would be a, roughly like a one year goal? five-year goal or 10-year goal if you want to share you do not have to share because sometimes people don't like things being public um well i didn't really i i didn't do my goals the way you do your goals i did i did year goals and then i did 10 and 20 years out um but i did not do three to five because I think between now and 10 years out, there's a lot of what ifs, okay. like paths to take. And I don't know which one I'm taking. Okay. Um, so I, I actually broke it down into different paths that I could take and that I'm interested in taking and just like broke down what each of those might look like next year. And then we'll just, just see what I decide. Roll the dice. Okay. Well, give me, give me like one, one year goal. Like doesn't the whole thing, like, like an idea of a one year idea of a, fa- a 10, an idea of a 20. Um, okay. So for real estate, um, which is path one. Um, one of my goals was to increase social media usage to four to five times a week um, and making more use of scheduling posts because that's what I do quite often to just, it's just easier to sit down and schedule it all out one night. But I don't usually schedule them far enough ahead and I think it'd be easier if I just set out a month's worth of scheduled posts mm-hmm. instead of, um, yeah. So it's increase um, social media usage to four to five times a week. Um, 10 years out, see, I don't, I don't really have as concrete goals. One of my goals for 10 years out is to have more time for volunteering, um, and less time spent working. So I want to have more right now. I probably spend maybe 10% of my, um, wake awake time doing volunteer stuff. And I'd like to like get to a point in my life where it's closer to 50, 50. I want to be doing well enough in work that I can be spending a lot of time doing community stuff that isn't necessarily career related. Mm-hmm. And then 20 years out, I guess I kind of wanted, I guess my 10 years would be more volunteering and less working and maybe like the 30, 70 range or something like that. And then 20 years out, maybe 50, 50. So just kind of increase that balance. But I don't really have anything super concrete that far out though. No, that's fine. I, I think like a one year goal for me, um, for next year, I, I, from production level, um, I want to do, and this, this was tough for me because I, I put down my 10 year goal was to be the number one agent in our market. Um, that's something that potentially could happen this year. Um, my goal next year is just to replicate that, but I don't like putting down the number one agent because that means I don't have control over anybody else. You know what I mean? So if I said number one agent and some agent goes out next year and just kills it and I did better than I did the year before, but they happen to pass me, I'm not going to be pissed. I'm going to be happy because I was better than I did. Mm -hmm. I did do the previous year. So my goal next year, I think I put down was 70 deals, $10 million in volume. And I think I put down 40 listings closed. 
Based on current numbers, those numbers should get me about number one in all those categories. So that would be what I would like to do, how many more years I have that. I have many of those years in me, whether or not I want to do it. That's because I think I'm just going to transition out of having to do that much business every year. Mm -hmm. But that is my one-year goal next year. Office-wise, I want to hit, depending what we have this year for numbers, because this is kind of where it's... I don't know what the final tally is, but I have an idea. It's typically about 20% growth. I would like to maybe hit 30 million next year in volume, which is absolutely insane should we do that as an office because um, I've been tracking real estate for many, many years. We were never even close to that. And now at the $30 million mark, we potentially could be the number two office in the area. Two year, A year and a half ago, we were six. So we could be two. I mean, that's a big climb in... in real estate terms um it takes that's a lot that's a, mm-hmm. that's not just a small like four spots that's a lot of work so i'm excited for that so that is a two-year goal my five-year goal it's actually now considered about a four-year three-year goal because i have a complete I actually have a date in my head of when this will happen we'll be the number one office in the area um five-year goal i mean you could round up but it's gonna be a little bit sh- under five years um a 10-year goal for me would be at that point um i would like to have um, I probably will be starting some other business and not to say I'm getting out of real estate at all. I mean, Kevin, it, my goal at that point will have, will be to be a larger company than Kavanaugh Realty and have another industry within that. Meaning Kavanaugh Realty will be one thing, then something else. I don't know what it will be yet, but I plan on 10 years having a completely other business open, um, and still running Kavanaugh, but then running a secondary business and like a 20-year goal is I want to start developing um, land and buildings and stuff locally because I look at kind of like we both want to make the area better. Like you said, like I want to volunteer. Like I do want to start doing more volunteering, you know, being on boards and stuff later on in life once the kids get older. Um, but I do plan on doing a lot of giving back to the area. So I would like to accumulate a lot of my short and I say short term I'd like to accumulate a lot of wealth early on to be able to give me into position where I can start putting more of that back into our area which means like whether it be buildings whether it be just you know um whether it be um you know resources for people and it doesn't necessarily have to be like business related but even resources for like I think it'd be cool to give back to schools or give back to like you know, uh, medical, like anything I could figure out to somehow to kind of make our just community better is a long-term goal. So like when we talk like 30, 40, 50 year goal, your goals, that's what it will be. I just want to spend the, like the later part of my life, just completely giving back to the community in like a gazillion different ways, which is why like my next 30, oh, oh no, 30, 30 years will be 60, probably 40 years, 70. I think I'll still be kicking hardcore into 70. 40-year goals. Yeah. My 40-year goal would just be to keep accumulating like resources, connections, knowledge, all this stuff to eventually turn around and just dump it all back in the community and, and do it as I'm going, but obviously snowball effect that compound. So like that's what I'm talking about. Think big. Like that's a huge goal. That's not like and, – and I – goals are going to change. My my 10-year goal from 10 years ago was a very selfish goal. It was a, a me goal. My, then my goal became office related. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I want to do myself. Then I want to do the office, but then I want to keep growing to affect more and more people for the better. And that is like long-term. So when I'm thinking, when I say goals, guys, like really think big, will I ever accomplish that? Maybe, maybe not. But if I don't put that as a goal, I never will accomplish it. So, um, 
I think those are good. Like it's just like really wrap your head around something really big, something cool, something that you're like, okay, wow, if I could accomplish that in life, that would be pretty dope. So that's my thought on those big term goals. And then you just break it down and, you know, reverse engineer it back to 2020, September, 2020. So, um, anything else on goals? This Uh, actually turned out to be a good podcast. (laughs) We rolled them in nothing. Speeding tickets. Um, I actually had, so this is, this is from Meg Whedon, uh, president of, of 80 QIP. She sent me these questions and I really liked them. I, I added them half of my, um, 2021 goals are actually answering these questions, but it's, um, if you had unlimited confidence, how would you do these things differently? How would you play, work and perform differently? How would you treat others differently? How would you treat yourself differently? Treat your body? What things would you start doing? What things would you stop doing? And what kind of goals would you set? Um, and it was just kind of interesting to write out what you would do differently. Basically, if you took fear out of the equation or uncertainty out of the equation, so that was kind of a helpful way to um, set plans without letting uh, indecision or, or insecurity block that vision. Um, so those are like some good questions, I think, for people to ask themselves, too, when they're setting setting goals. Yeah, and everybody's going to have parameters, too. So don't like think, like, and I like those, but like sometimes people are like, well, set goals if you like didn't have to worry about paying a bill. Like, Oh, I yeah, mean, no, so, realistically. Within yeah, reason. well, no, no, those are good, I, but some people like, like parameter for me, I have two kids closing in on three and a wife like that. No offense, but that takes a lot of my time Yeah. where I just had a conversation with a guy earlier today. Great dude. Great. You know, does business and stuff, but he's like, yeah, I don't have, I have, I'm married, but I don't have kids. So he yeah. goes, I can go to the office on Sunday night and it's just me and I can do my thing. So, you know, there's times that there's things that take my time. My Like, so I'm trying to, I got to work around these parameters and I do want to obviously do that stuff. So focus on, you know, if you have certain things like, Put your parameters in the realistic, this is my life today and where I want it to go tomorrow and then work on, you know, getting to that goal, wherever mm-hmm. that goal may be. So, um, okay, Ellie, office quote or fun fact of the day? I'm going to do office quote. I'm going to do a creed. Classic. <laughs> this is my favorite. You're not real, man. <laughs> um, that's a good one. I like that. I look quick puncher. Um, the, let me see, office quote. <clears throat> hmm. But the problem is I haven't watched a lot of Office lately, so I'm like, sometimes Neither. they're like fresh in my mind. I'm like, boom, that's the one I get. Um. Oh, I'm gonna totally butcher this. But I, I, this is kind of one I saw the other day. Um, it was pretty funny. So when Jim goes and he's playing ping pong, mm-hmm. and then Dwight comes in. And he goes, what are you doing? He goes, oh, Dwight, we got like the, we got, we got a, our big client. And he's a perfect, he, he loves ping pong and I got to play him. And he goes, all right. And he starts just ripping on him. And he goes, what, 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 you know, how are you so good? And then he ends up saying like, all my favorite people are ping pong players. He says like all these, like basically all, all my these, heroes, <laughs> all my heroes are all like Asian names. And he goes, and I actually, first time I left Pennsylvania was to go to the induction of Young Gong Gong, yeah. whatever his name was. <laughs> And then at the very end of the scene, it's him and Moe's down there just smashing ping pong balls in the warehouse. Quote's awful, but it's just a funny scene. And I don't know where, where it came from, but typical. And when he asks Jim who the client is, and Jim says, oh, yeah, Daryl's the client. It's like, he works here, you idiot. Like, oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, all right, folks, that's episode 66. We'll be back next week. I think me and Ellie are going to be a little better at getting out these together, right? We kind of have a little, I think, a system time slot now prepared. Yeah. Um, they should be coming out on, they should be done Tuesday, coming out either late Tuesday or Wednesday. 
Um, if you guys need to reach us for any reason, again, with goal setting, um, I think both of us would be good resources for people or someone to at least run some ideas off of. Um, and as always, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know. We don't really say, I guess keep listening. You can subscribe if you want, to be honest, it's just us talking real estate. So if you like it, great. If not, well, there's a lot of other podcasts, but we enjoy having you here. All right. That's it. Episode 66, Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen.